Get ready to hear the truth about America on a show that's not immune to the facts with your host, Dan Bongino. Okay, if you did not want to sit through the, what, Joe, close to 20 hours of whether it, it went from a snooze fest yesterday yeah. to a tinfoil cap convention, of course I'm talking about the dreaded Senate impeachment trial, the hoax trial this sham disaster going on up on Capitol. If you did not want to sit through that yesterday, yeah, I get it. But don't worry. Joe, me, and the team, that's what we're here for, folks, to cover, to cover for you. So you don't have to sit there and put yourself through the torture of watching Ren and Stimpy, Adam Schiff, and Jerry Nadler put on this sham impeachment hearing. Welcome to the Dan Bongino Show. Big announcements today. Big news day. Producer Joe, how are you today? Fine, sir. Big, 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 big. And I'll tell you what, I was one of those who did not want to sit through that crapola. <laughs> BS. I was, I was trying to cover for you yesterday. So Joe knows I'll send them the highlights. It was painful. Oh. Um, I did it for you. I've got three or four highlights. Uh, what's going on? Update on that. And another update on, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, Adam Schiff. Unbelievably, I know you're going to find this hard to believe, getting nailed to the wall again for lying. Again. Yeah, yeah, again. yeah. This I guy, yeah. he has like a peanut allergy to the truth. Like you expose him to a little bit of peanuts. Ah, he freaks out. Like the peanut <laughs> of truth, Adam Schiff loses it. He's like the wicked witch, you know? You expose him. I'm melting. I'm melting. <laughs> this guy is busted lying. All the time. Got that a lot more big announcement. Right, let's go right to the show. Today's right, show, Bunch buddies at Patriot Mobile. Listen, if you're listening to my show at this very moment, you're probably paying too much for your phone bill if you aren't using Patriot Mobile. And that's not even the worst part about overpaying. The major cell phone carriers, did you know this, donate millions to left-wing causes. Abortion, open borders, and more. Yeah, that's right. Let's talk about reliability, right? Reliability matters for your phone, of course. You want to make sure you can reach people. Do you know that all the carriers use one of the same four towers? Did you know that? Yeah. So what's the difference? Well, I'll tell you what the difference is. Patriot Mobile is the only company that donates a portion of your bill to support conservative causes, religious liberty, life, and the Second Amendment. Big. Starting at just $25, Patriot Mobile plans come with unlimited talk, text, and the same reliable nationwide service with no hidden fees. So why support these left-wing groups? Patriot Mobile, your choice. This year, probably more than any other point in history, we need to stick together. Go to patriotmobile.com slash Dan. When you use the offer code Dan, get a free month of service. That's big when you open a new line of service. You can also call their U.S.-based customer service team at 877-367-7524. Vote with your dollars, support companies fighting for your values and save money. Go to patriotmobile.com slash Dan or 877-367-7524. That's 877-367-7524. Patriot Mobile. It's a place to rock and roll for your cell phone, folks. Patriotmobile.com slash Dan. All right, let's get to the show. All right, there it is. There it is. There mm-hmm. it is. So I got a couple video clips. This was the president's lawyer who I, I uh, had a mild disagreement with Geraldo last night. I was on with Hannity, as many of you uh, saw uh, the show last night. Did phenomenal ratings on Hannity, I'm sure. Everybody was tuning into Fox, watching the coverage of it. But we had a mild disagreement about the president's attorney, uh, a guy by the name of Pat Cipollone, who I have to tell you, folks, I thought did a tremendous job. Now, I'm not going to say Geraldo's point last night. I'll tell you what it was in a second. It was totally... On more, you know, Geraldo and I have had some really like knock them down, drag out yeah, moments. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you think? But last night was a mild disagreement. Geraldo's point was that the president's attorney, Pat Cipollone, I'm going to show you video of him in a minute, really needed to 
Clarence Darrow it. Like, get on the floor, the Senate floor during the impeachment trial of President Trump, which, of course, began yesterday, and just lay waste to the left. Talk about Hunter Biden, the Ukraine stuff. And I get it. A lot of you are probably like, wait, Dan, you're like Captain Passionate about this stuff. That wasn't your point. That was Geraldo's point. And I disagree with you. Like, I don't get it. Like, why would you, why, why would Pat Cipollo not do that? Folks, I think there's a time for that in the closing argument. I just don't think the time for that was yesterday. Are we clear on this? Now, Joe. Yeah. Hey, you know, you're the voice of the audience. Timing's here. everything. If I'm not dude. making sense of Yeah. This is the, oh, this was yesterday. So, you know, understand what was going on in the impeachment trial yesterday. Yeah. Yesterday was a debate over the Senate rules that are going to govern the trial, which is going to happen over the next few days. Everybody, yeah, you have to be sure to we go. understand yeah. this. We got it. Yes. Yes. This was not the time for the fire and brimstone. Hunter Biden did this, and which we know he did in Ukraine, and the Ukrainian collusion with the Clinton campaign. I don't think there was a time for this. The Democrats are trying to alter the rules to skew and influence the trial to favor their conspiracy theory. This was the time for the president's attorney to be passionate about it, which I thought Cipollone was. I thought he did a fine job. Yeah. But I don't think this was the time. Now, the closing arguments, when we need to leave the audience, the Senate and the American people, with an impression of what really happened in Ukraine, and we know what happened in Ukraine, the Democrats worked with Ukrainians to collude and interfere in the election. We know yeah. that. That's a fact. That's the time for that. Everybody tracking my books. I got a lot of emails on that. They're like, Dan, for the first time, I agree with Geraldo. I'm not knocking Geraldo. Geraldo, you know, he has a point. I just don't think it was the right time for it. Having said that, here is a quick video. I've got two short videos, about a minute long. Here's Pat Cipollone, the president's attorney, who, again, I thought did a spectacular job. Spectacular. On the House floor, and I want to tell you what he's talking about before I play this clip. Showing you again what frauds the Democrats are. Frauds, liars, this is a total disgrace. The Democrats in the rules, the rules... Uh, the debate they had yesterday. That's yeah. what that was over the rules that are going to govern this. Yeah. Want to bring on new witnesses. The problem is the witnesses, the Democrats Schiff and his sleazeball Ren and Stimpy crew want to bring on. They already subpoenaed to appear during the house impeachment trial. Follow me mm -hmm. and withdrew the subpoena because the person they subpoenaed, John Bolton's deputy national security advisor that Adam Schiff subpoenaed. Yeah. Went to court and, ladies and gentlemen, was going to win on executive privilege. In other words, hey, I'm allowed to talk to the president as his deputy national security advisor and have private conversations. I don't have to tell you a separate branch of Congress about that. You get that? Yeah, man. Yeah, yeah, Give yeah. me a second to digest that. Yeah, we're good. The House uh, impeachment. Yes. They already impeached the president. A separate entity from the Senate trial going on now. During that impeachment, the House had subpoena power. They subpoenaed Kupperman, this guy. John Bolton's national security advisor. They were about to lose in court, Schiff. They withdrew the subpoena, and now they're complaining that they want this guy back, even though they withdrew the subpoena. Yeah. Yes, this really happened. <laughs> so here is Sip alone laying waste, laying waste. Waste is laid to this argument and making Schiff look like the buffoon he is. This is a great job. Check this out. They withdrew the subpoena. They evaded a decision, and they're asking you to become complicit in that evasion of the courts. It's ridiculous. And we should call it out for what it is. Obstruction for going to court? It's an act of patriotism to defend the constitutional rights of the president. Because if they can do it to the president, they could do it to any of you, and they could do it to the, any American citizen. And that's wrong. 
And Lawrence Tribe, who's been advising them, I guess he didn't tell you that in the Clinton impeachment he said, it's dangerous to suggest that invoking constitutional rights is impeachable. It's dangerous. And you know what? It is dangerous, Mr. Schiff. So what are we doing here? I love that. Folks, listen, again, I, I was not going at Geraldo last night to be a contrarian. Geraldo and I agree on a lot. I mean, he's been great on Spygate. He knows the president's the subject of the biggest scandal in American history. But when we disagree, it's usually fiery. I promise you, I was not like, this was not some made-for-TV moment. I, I think this was the perfect argument during the rules debate. They want to manipulate the rules, the Democrats, rules to get new witnesses that the House Democrats already called as witnesses and then withdrew the subpoena because they knew they'd lose in court because the president invoked executive privilege, which is his constitutional, that's perfectly within his constitutional Article 2 authority. Right. So Pat Sapolsky, what are we doing here? You idiots withdrew the subpoena. And now you're claiming, just to be clear, what in case in case it's still not gelling here, I know it is. You're, I don't, I'm not in any way trying to talk down to the audience. Please don't take it the wrong way. Cipollone's saying, so let me get this straight. You're charging the president in an article of impeachment with obstructing justice because they won't produce a witness that you refuse to produce yourself because you withdrew the subpoena. Ah. Uh, 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 oh. No, but no, we're all like, I don't get it. You're not supposed yeah. to get it. It doesn't make sense. Bingo. You're not supposed to get any of this. Because you're smart. If you're sitting there in your car, listening to my show, watching us on YouTube, watching us on your television through your Comcast app, the greatest trick ever, by the way, Comcast apps, go to YouTube, watch the show on TV. You're probably saying, <laughs> I'm a smart person. I've got an IQ of 115 to 120. How come this doesn't make sense? Exactly. Because you're a smart person. So they had the opportunity, Ren and Stimpy, Schiff and Nadler, to get a witness. They were going to lose. They refused to get the witness and withdrew the subpoena. And then they charged the president for obstructing justice for not producing the witness they didn't want to produce. Yes. Bingo. <laughs> That's why Cipollone was like, what are we doing here? Another reason I thought Cipollone did a good job. And again, there is a time. I'm a fire and brimstone guy. That's right. coming. I yeah, don't yeah. think the time was yesterday. That was my point. You know, on the Hannity show, you got to be short and quick. I didn't have the time to expound like I do on my own show. Cipollone's point was accurate yesterday because he's dismantling every stupid argument the Democrats bring forward in a methodical way. And he's doing it in a way that's passionate. And I'm telling you, I thought it was unbelievably effective. Probably too much information, but the way my bathroom is laid out, like I have the shower and it's open, like super open, almost like weird open. Yeah. And there's a little TV on the side. Paula's like, what the hell is this guy talking about? That's just me. She's actually laughing. But she knows what I'm talking about. She's probably the only one who knows what I'm talking about. And you can see the TV, but it's sideways. I watched that live yesterday and I was like, Shh. I was ready to start doing that. Get the GAT LSU thing. It's like, I was so awesome. <laughs> I was going to do my own TikTok LSU get the cat Those you saw the viral video know what I'm talking about. There was more. Cipollone had another great moment yesterday. Now, he's going to talk here. It's about a minute-long clip. Again, I'm giving you the highlights so you don't have to sit through this whole thing. I'm here for you. Don't worry. 
siren outside. They coming for us? Is uh, that probably. Bob Mueller? <laughs> Bob Mueller in the background. I hear sirens. I knew it. <laughs> Here's Cipollone. He's talking about trampling on the Constitution. And just so you understand what he's talking about, this was basically the sum of it. Again, yesterday was on the rules, the rules going forward. And the Democrats want to change the rules to bring in witnesses they didn't want in the House side, which is just dumb. When the president refused to produce the witnesses that the Democrats refused to produce themselves, they charged the president via an article of impeachment which obstru with obstructing justice for not producing the witnesses. Cipollone's like, this is a total trampling on of the Constitution of the United States. The presidency is, it's not a monarchy, but it is, Joe, a separate and distinct branch of government. And yeah. there are privileges and constitutional authorities. They're not absolute. He's not omnipotent. I am a libertarian at heart. There's limitations, strong ones on the president's power. But the invoking of executive privilege to prevent conversations the president's having with his internal staff and deliberating on matters that uh, the Congress has no authority whatsoever to get access to is not obstruction of justice. That's what Cipollone is referring to here in this clip where he does another really, really good job. Check this out. He held these articles for 33 days. We hear all this talk about an overwhelming case an overwhelming case that they're not even prepared today to stand up and make an opening argument about. That's because they have no case. Frankly, they have no charge. When you look at these articles of impeachment, they're not only ridiculous, they are dangerous to our republic. And why? First of all, the notion that invoking your constitutional rights to protect the executive branch that's been done by just about every president since George Washington. That that is obstruction. That is our patriotic duty, Mr. Schiff, particularly when confronted with a wholesale trampling of constitutional rights that I'm unfamiliar with in this country Frankly, it's the kind of thing that our State Department would criticize if we see it in foreign countries. We've never seen anything like it. You're damn right. Amen, Brother Pat. You're darn right. This is the kind of thing, if we saw this in the third world, we'd be like, man, we better pull foreign aid. That place is getting dangerous. Yet it's happening here right now. Yeah. Adam Schiff and Jerry Nadler and Pelosi and the tyrannical police state Democrats Impeach the president for the high crime of defending himself against false charges. They accuse him of obstructing justice for defending himself. That's exactly what happened here. You know what? I want to take a note because I don't want to forget this either because I made a point last night. I always use Paula as a gauge of what the public is thinking. She has a good ear for this stuff. And I said something. She was like, that was a good point. You should repeat that on the show. So I want to get to that too. Um, one final piece of video here. This is a good one. <laughs> this is a little shorter. This is President Trump who has a, yeah. would, you, would you not agree? Um, he has a knack for just summing things up in, yeah. in just normal ways, like normal people speak and yeah. normal people talk. Right that is unparalleled yeah. <laughs> in not even modern political history. I think in political history ever. He's great. So last night, late into that, I'm not going to play the cut. It was all over the cable news today. I like to do a different kind of show. You can watch cable news for us. Chief Justice of the United States, John Roberts, presiding over the Senate trial, 
uh, basically got up in Cipollone and Jerry Nadler's grills yesterday. And he was like, listen, guys, stop with the bag. It got nasty late into the night at about what midnight, a little bit after Cipollone and Nadler went back and forth, accusing each other of embarrassing the Senate, embarrassing the country. Um, I thought Cipollone was in the right. Nadler's, um, you know, the Wren of the Wren and Stimpy crew. For those of you who grew up in my era, you know what I'm talking about. Uh, Nadler's the worst. Another conspiracy promoting loon. Uh, so he's crazy. So Nadler got in a grill and Trump was really pissed because Nadler was just, I mean, he, after midnight, he just lost it. It was like, I don't know, everybody disconnected from reality. Maybe there's a full moon or something. So they asked President Trump at Davos this morning, right before he left, they asked him what he thought about Jerry Nadler and the Cipolo Nadler. <laughs> Everybody's laughing. We haven't even seen it yet. The whole thing. Here's President Trump. In 20 seconds, summing up exactly how he feels about Nadler. And trust me, the most non-focused group tested talking point you've ever heard. Check this out. Uh, what did you make of the dust up between the White House counsel, Pat Cipollone and Gerald Nadler last night? And are you absolutely against John Bolton testifying? Uh, well, you're asking a lot of questions. First of all, uh, Gerald Nadler, I've known him a long time. He's a sleazebag. Everybody knows that. I just can't. I love this. I, I, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm sorry. I love it. I, I, I know. I know liberals like, gosh, he's so mean. And you Republicans should, we need decorum. 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 You uh. got a, a soft coup going on. I mean, legit, a soft coup going on between fake whistleblowers, the FBI, the DOJ, John Brennan, Jim Clapper, the most powerful intelligence and law enforcement professionals in this country, Andy McCabe, engaged in an effort to nullify your vote. It's your country. It's ours. It's not theirs. And we're all, decorum. You got to be gentle. You got to be cute. They're not going to let the never Trumper crowd. They're not going to like us later again when normal people no. take power. Yeah, no. sure. I know they're so Aww. sensitive. It's so ridiculous. You're so <laughs> snowflakey. It's pathetic. It's tiring. It's exhausting. I can't stand it. I love it. Good. That's exactly what Nadler is. And we need more talk like that, not less. There I'm sorry. Oh, all right. Couple more quick takeaways <laughs> from this. <laughs> so Jason Crow a Democrat representative from Utah. If you are in Utah and in Jason Crow's district, you should be lighting up his phone lines right now. I'm going to ask you humbly and respectfully, and I mean that, to do something today, folks. The do matters. You know, talk is cheap. I, I, you know, I, I did what I could. I ran for office. I put my name out there three times. You know, I, the do matters. I'm not speaking with forked tongue here. You know, left my job to do it. I'm going to ask you to do something today. And the first ask is going to be, if you're in Jason Crow's district in Utah, this Democrat, uh, you need to light up his office today and to express your disgust for what he did yesterday. Now, apparently Jason Crow is a, was a member of our military, uh, was involved in the Iraq, uh, Iraq war campaign. Thank you for your service. I sincerely mean that. Said with no jest, no nonsense, nothing. I mean that with a pure heart. People who serve, you have my utmost respect. Mm -hmm. But as I've said about Bob Mueller, and I'll say about Jason Crow and other who others who serve, that does not entitle you to lie. That does not entitle you to mislead the American people. That does not entitle you to do things that are unethical and immoral, and that you get a pass for that. There are millions of American servicemen, veterans throughout the country who have served honorably, 
and don't lie and mislead the American people every day. And what Jason Crow did on the Senate floor yesterday is one of the House managers, he's a congressional representative appointed as a House manager for the Senate trial, was disgusting. He went up there and using his service, he talked about how troops in Iraq were being hit with uh, explosive ordnance devices and they were they were scavenging for armor to put on the vehicles. A tragic story, nonetheless. But he then used that example to absolutely lie to you, the American people. And one, I'm serious, folks, one of the more, if you followed my Twitter feed last night, you'll see the tweet I sent out corresponds exactly to when he was talking. I was sitting in my bedroom outside of that shower I just told you about, a little bit down the hallway, and I watched this on my TV. I was packing for my trip today after my grandmother's funeral, and I was furious, furious. What he said was, That, you know, in Iraq, we were put in danger because we didn't have the equipment. And basically, that's what President Trump did by holding up this aid. Wait, what? Huh? I thought to myself, you know, luckily with DVRs now, you can rewind live TV. I had to listen to it again because, again, I want to give the benefit of the doubt to our servicemen, even if they are politicians now. And that is what he said. Let me get this straight. You're suggesting President Trump, who... Putting aside, by the way, folks, the whole debate about foreign aid, military, if we should be involved in Ukraine at all. I'm asking you for a moment just to put that aside because I get that. And that's a legitimate debate. Crow suggesting that President Trump put the Ukrainians in danger like he was in danger in Iraq by not sending aid. Joe, what did the Democrats, Crow's party under Obama yeah. What did they send the Ukrainians? They sent lethal aid. No, 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 no. 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 They didn't send lethal aid, defensive right. weapons. They sent a bunch of freaking blankets and MREs. Maybe the peanut butter and jelly, maybe the bad pizza. I've eaten a lot of MREs during my time in the secret. So I put it in a bag, little water mixer, seal it up, bah, 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 bah. give it a few minutes. You know what? I used to like the chicken breast. It wasn't bad. The rice was excellent. I don't know. I lived off this stuff. You know, the only problem is you probably won't use the bathroom for a couple of days, but that's a okay. No one's ever <laughs> died of that. You die of the opposite problem. But I, I, I understand that. But MREs, I promise you, unless the Ukrainians, Joe, an MRE bag is like, I don't yeah. know, yay big. Yeah. Unless they're taking the MRE bag, Joe. You have to and throw like them. Throwing yeah. them at the Russians. You have to throw them. I don't know what the Obama administration did exactly to help the Ukrainians to put them in a situation yeah. to better defend themselves like Crow was trying to say Trump did. I'm not debating foreign military aid right now. I get it. That's a legitimate debate. And to my libertarian friends, I am with you. I'm simply suggesting that Crow lied to you on the House floor yesterday by suggesting the Trump administration was putting the Ukrainians in danger when it's a fact, a fact, F-A-C-T, that Trump's the one who sent defensive weapons to the Ukrainians to defend themselves. Obama sent Snuggies and MREs and PB&J with the crust cutoff sandwiches. That's a fact. No serious person, and by I mean serious, I don't mean fake news journalists. I mean serious people. Nobody disputes that. What he said was disgusting, and he should apologize. You want to make a debate as a House manager on the Senate floor about the appropriateness or inappropriateness of President Trump's phone call with Ukraine, knock yourself out. The trial's ongoing. That's what you do. You're Democrats, you lie. But to insist that President Trump is the one that held up lethal aid 
when you factually know that to be totally inaccurate and you guys send Snuggies over there? Nah, no, no, no. And to hide behind your service? No, not going to happen. Thank you for your service. I mean that. Takes a brave man to go over there and put yourself on the front lines. But what happened yesterday was a disgrace and embarrassing to your all. And you should never, ever have done that. That was disgraceful. I spent a lot of time in the Secret Service, too, in a lot of hot zones with the running around with the president with a big target on their back. You don't see me sitting here telling you all the time, you know, look, I did that. I should be able to lie to you and mislead you. No, nonsense. BS. That's total garbage. And no such accommodation, by the way, was made for Lieutenant General Mike Flynn, who you accused of lying despite knowing he didn't lie, despite an unbelievable, unparalleled nearly history of military service. One last point. So I, I, after the appearance last night on Hannity, I came out of my studio and the house is like a bowling alley. It's like super long, but it's like thin. So I had to like walk like a mile to, to catch up to the ball. It's like ridiculous. It's not even that big, guys. I swear, we don't live in like a big house at all. It's just really long. So I run into Paula and I said, what'd you think? You know, and she said, you know, that line you said about Ukraine and victims was a good one. So last night, if you missed the appearance on Hannity, I made a simple point. And I'd just like you to remember this before I move on to what happened with Biden yesterday. The Biden campaign had a major league faux pas yesterday. You may have missed it. But I wanted to make this point about this whole trial. And I want you to remember this. Folks, this is an impeachment trial for a high crime or misdemeanor. The Constitution only allows the impeachment of the president for high crimes or misdemeanors. Right? You've read the Constitution. Yeah, I know you right. have. My listeners, liberals have it. They don't know what the Constitution yeah. actually is. Yeah. Uh, but most of you have read and understand that. You're alleging a crime. Yeah. Who's the victim? I, I'm serious. Who's the victim? I mean, listen, at, at Watergate, well, whatever side of this matter you wound up in in the Nixon era, I was a young child, of course, era, excuse me. There was an actual burglary. The victim was the, uh, the DNC in their offices at the Watergate Hotel. There was a victim. When Bill Clinton perjured himself, we knew about it. It was a crime. Yeah. And the victims were the people who were asking him to get to the truth in that trial and some of the people he was involved in, if you know what I mean. Yeah, you need a crime. Who's the victim in this case? Yeah. Yeah. Joe, who's... I don't know. One, where's the crime? Right. But secondly, where's the victim? If your allegation is the crime, was this pressure leveraged on the Ukrainians? We'll give you defensive weapons if you investigate Hunter Biden. Why can't they find a victim? Serious question to the liberals out there. I said this on Sean's show last night. Why can't they find a victim? Why can't one Ukrainian of significance in the Ukrainian government come forward and say, yes, we were victimized by President Trump. He exerted pressure on us and it was inappropriate. Why can't they find a victim? Why can't they find the crime? Because there isn't one. How about that? How about that? Yes, How sir. about that? <laughs> yeah, man. We need that lady back. Why can't we find that? Why can't we find that? The answer is because this is all BS and it's all a hoax. And when you're debating with your liberal friends and they want to lose you in the minutia, Vinden said this, the fake whistleblower said that. This lady said that. This guy said that. George Kent said that. Marie Ivanovich is a hero. 
I want you to ask a very simple question. Who's the victim? The Ukrainians. Really? Who's the Ukraine? Can you name one Ukrainian who can who suggested they're a victim of this? I can't. Of course you can, because you're a liar and you're a fraud. Because that's just what you do. All right, quick point of personal privilege before I get to this next uh, advertiser. And don't go anywhere. I got this Biden stuff. What's coming up? Oh, the <laughs> it's a lot coming up. I got this political article, too. I'm going to have to motor through this because it's really, really a stack show today. Just a quick note, though. I said I had an announcement this week. If you want to say hello to me or Paula or Joe or producer Drew or one of the many Bongino Inc. people you've grown to hopefully love. I know we love our audience. We will be at CPAC this year, the Conservative Political Action Conference in February. Yes, we will yeah. be broadcasting the show live from CPAC. Yeah. CPAC, if you've never been to CPAC, by the way, and you are a conservative or a Republican or even a moderate Democrat looking to be around sane people, you are missing out on a great experience. I went for, I think, 10 years straight, had to skip the last few years, mm. a lot going on. But CPAC is in Prince George's County, Maryland. It's the Conservative Political Active, Active Action Conference. It's cpac.conservative.org is the website, cpac.conservative.org. You can pick up tickets. It's February 26th to 29th. We will be there broadcasting from about 9 a.m. Eastern time to 1 from February 27th uh, to Thursday and Friday, that Thursday and Friday, but it's February 26th through 28th, the Gaylord Hotel. They're going to announce it today. And as an extra special bonus, you'll be able to say hello to producer Joe, to lovely Paula, to video producer Drew, many of you have not met. He will be, he'll actually be broadcasting his radio show in the morning too. Um, also, big news at CPAC. We will be doing a special CPAC panel with me and drum roll, please. <laughs> Devin Nunes about oh. Spygate, which you are not going to want to oh. miss on the main stage. Yeah. This will be the ringer panel of CPAC. Get your tickets. Are we giving stuff away at CPAC? Are we, is that confirmed? We will be giving away some autographed books at our booth. We'll be giving away some other chum that you can always go to the chum store, be at Bongino.com. It's actually called the chum store, but we will be giving stuff away too. Again, cpac.conservative.org. Please go buy your ticket today. Say hello. We'll, whatever you want. You want to take selfies. You want to say hello. We will be there. We will stay there for you. We'll be filming also a bunch of commercials for the show. So that's pretty awesome. That'd be fun. Right. Yeah. More on that as we get close. And Joe, you'll meet Joe, who, as you know, now it's video. You already know what he looks like, but he looks like uh, Elvis, not the gravy sweating Elvis, the young Elvis. So you can see Joe there. All right. Today's show also brought to you by buddies at LifeLock. You want a New Year's resolution that's easy to keep? Resolve to help protect your identity and personal info with LifeLock Identity Theft Protection. LifeLock alerts you to potential threats to your identity. True story. Our credit was checked yesterday for reasons beyond the scope of this conversation. Nothing bad. Uh, yesterday, I get a call from LifeLock on my phone. Not kidding. Didn't pick up. Uh, I didn't have the time. Play the voicemail. This is LifeLock. You have had a, uh, a credit check. on. They were absolutely right. I came home and said, Paul, is somebody checking our credit? Yes, Dan. That's what somebody's doing. And I found that this is the kind of identity. I had my identity stolen. It was awful. They started buying these real estate programs. It was Ooh. a total nightmare. I had to cancel a credit card. Because, yeah, months we went through this trying to get these charges. It was terrible. Protect yourself. Protect yourself today. LifeLock sees more than what you can see by monitoring your own credit, like your info on the dark web. Come on, who knows how to surf the dark web? The answer is LifeLock knows how to protect you there. And if you have a problem, LifeLock's U.S.-based restoration specialist, they know the steps to take to help you resolve your case. So you don't have to, like me, three months later, you're dealing with this real estate program, trying to tell them that's not you. 
After all, one in five identity theft victims who had accounts opened in their name only discovered their theft through a bank or credit card company. Of course, no one can prevent all identity theft or monitor all transactions at all businesses. But LifeLock is the New Year's resolution that's not only easy to keep, but it'll help you protect what you've worked so hard for, your good name, your reputation, your identity. Get LifeLock for up to 25% off your first year. Go to LifeLock.com slash Bongino, B-O-N-G-I-N-O. That's LifeLock.com slash Bongino. Go today. Protect your family too. I have all my kids underneath this. That's LifeLock.com slash Bongino for up to 25% off. Go today. Don't go another day without this protection. Okay. All right. Quickly on this story. So the Democrats are trying desperately to avoid Joe Biden and Hunter Biden, uh, you know, showing up for this hearing. Uh, if there are going to be witnesses and the Republicans don't get Hunter Biden, don't get Nellie Orr and don't get Alexandra Chalupa, who were intimately involved in the Ukrainian collusion scandal with the Democrats, um, I will be gravely disappointed in the GOP. Unfortunately, they disappoint me often. But the Biden campaign is in a panic, Joe. Uh, they're in a panic because their fear now is if witnesses do get called, that uh, little old Hunter may have to appear in this Senate trial. And mm -hmm. once Hunter starts getting questions like, Hunter, did you in fact get a fifty to what, $80,000 a month with a Ukrainian natural gas company? Uh, yes, sir, I did. Mr. Biden, by the way, you're under oath, so don't mess around. Uh, yeah, I did get that job. Uh, do you have any skills in the natural gas arena, Mr. Hunter Biden? No, not one skill at all. Matter of fact, I don't have any skills in anything, I don't think, but definitely not natural <laughs> gas. Do you have any experience, Hunter, in Ukraine? Not really. Maybe I met a Ukrainian woman once or twice. Uh, but no, I don't really have any skills in Ukraine. You know what I'm saying? Uh, okay, Mr. Biden. Do you have, What skills do you have other than having a last name of Biden? That's really it. They're terrified. <laughs> they're terrified. I'm telling you, they're yes. terrified. So the, this is what happened. The Biden team, the campaign, <laughs> they put out a memo yesterday, basically warning off the media, like, don't you dare ask about Hunter. Come and on. Joe, this is one of those. I, listen, I, I, this movie, everybody laughed at. Did we ever see the movie G.I. Jane? Demi Moore plays the you know, Navy yeah. SEAL candidate. Remember that? Yeah, I saw that. Well, yeah. she walks in with, to the commander of the base at the SEAL base and and- and she says, like, I don't want to make a statement here, but and the guy like barks back at her. People who don't want to make statements don't make statements about not making statements. <laughs> Apropos right here. If Hunter Biden's trying to say and Joe Biden and their team, hey, Hunter Biden's not relevant, then don't make a statement about Hunter Biden not being relevant. You you guys, you <laughs> yes. tracking one of the just leave, just leave it alone. Zip it. Just, just shut up. <laughs> they, big dog, they yeah. can't figure it out. They cannot figure this out. Just shut up. I'm not giving you guys advice, but your memo was an embarrassment. The memo was basically that. Don't you dare start asking questions about Hunter. This is a debunked conspiracy theory. So our good friend, John Solomon, who has great website, John Solomon Reports, put out a piece, uh, again, showing that it's actually Joe Biden who's lying here, that we're not the conspiracy theorists. It's him. John Solomon reports, headline, Joe Biden's conspiracy theory memo to the U.S. media doesn't actually match the facts. Now, this piece will be up at our show notes today. If you want to get our show notes and these great articles emailed to your inbox every morning, Bongino.com slash newsletter. Subscribe there. We'd love for you to do that. We appreciate it. Excuse me. Please read this whole piece, though. I'm only going to go through four of them. There's about, I think, eight of them in there about how Biden, Joe Biden, is in fact lying about him and his son and their potentially extremely corrupt dealings in Ukraine. Let's go through number one. Biden wants you to believe they did not pressure the Ukrainian government 
to fire the prosecutor, Victor Shokin, the Ukrainian pilot who was looking yeah. into the company Burisma, his son was working for, despite having no experience. It was a natural gas company. Mm-hmm. Biden wants you to believe there was no pressure. He's on tape. Right. He's already on tape, as you can see from the Solomon piece number one. He's already on tape debunking this entire nonsensical conspiracy theory about Shokin. Son of a bee. Why am I not seeing that? Johnson, <laughs> there we go. Yeah. Joe Biden, fact. I'm like, where is it? Joe Biden admitted <laughs> to forcing Shokin's firing in March of 2016. Solomon says, and I quote, it's irrefutable. It's not a conspiracy theory. Joe Biden bragged in this 2018 speech, which he links to in the piece. If you need this, we're not playing the video again, folks. You played it a thousand times. You can see it yourself. He admitted to a foreign policy group that he threatened to fire the prosecutor. That's it, period. I have nothing else, color commentary, nothing to add to this other than watch Joe Biden debunk Joe Biden himself. We didn't pressure them to fire the prosecutor. Okay, dude, whatever. You're on tape. Are you alleging that it's a, it's it's doctored? That it's some kind of deep fake video? No, they're not alleging that. That's an easy one. He's on tape admitting admitting to pressuring them to fire the prosecutor looking at his son's company. End of story. That's not a conspiracy theory, folks. By the way, the woman who emailed me that I have some kind of a sinus problem, I know. Thank you. That's very nice of you. I appreciate that. But I broke my nose seriously bad boxing years ago. Right, Paula? Remember, I came upstairs. I was sparring with my brother in the basement. And I smashed my nose into like a million pieces. And it was like bleeding all over my face. And she's like, oh, my God, what happened? And I said, I broke my nose. She's like, well, what are we going to do? I'm like, what do you mean? I got three more rounds. And we went downstairs, right? And I boxed three more rounds with a really busted nose. So yes, I do have a sinus, but I'm sorry I breathe weird. I know it's annoying, but just I, I'm, thank you for your email. I think she's an ENT or something. She's like, I think you got a serious sinus. Yeah, I can. I'm, I'm slowly dying. I'm a rotting piece of meat. But thanks for your concern. Well, no. I mean, I'm not being, uh, yeah, yeah. She's like, yeah. you got a serious sinus problem. All right. Number two, takeaway from John Solomon's report. Ladies and gentlemen, one of the other Biden conspiracy theories from Joe Biden is, listen, okay, the prosecutor may have been fired. I didn't really pressure them or whatever, but it doesn't matter because they weren't investigating my my son's company, Burisma, when I made that comment anyway. Uh, Wrong. What? John Solomon reports, quote, fact, Shokin's prosecutors were actively investigating Burisma when he was fired. This is not hard. This is not hard. Quote, while some news organizations, we should I should add fake news organizations, cited by the Biden memo, don't you dare cover Hunter, have reported that the investigation into Hunter Biden was, quote, dormant in March of 2016. Official files released by the Ukrainian prosecutor general's office, in fact, show there was substantial investigative activity in the weeks just before Biden forced Shokin's firing. Who are you going to believe? Joe Biden, uh, or are you going to believe the official Ukrainian files showing the fact that the investigation in Hunter Biden's company was actively ongoing when Biden was pressuring the Ukrainian government to fire the prosecutor looking into it? You're going to, who are you going to believe? The guy with the political motivation to lie who's been a liar his whole life, Joe Biden? Or are you going to believe the actual Ukrainian files? It's a conspiracy theory. No, you're an idiot. <laughs> you're just a moron. I'm sorry. You are. You're an immediate loser. <sighs> so frustrating having to go over this over and over. It really, Folks, I mean it, though. We need to do this. This is how you build a public consensus for the truth. 
to fight back against media gaslighting by constantly reiterating and going over and ingraining into the public psyche the real facts that matter. I don't do this because we're out of content. Look at the, look at this. There's like 18 different stories I could talk about today. We're not like struggling for content. I'm doing this because this matters. Hunter Biden is a relevant witness. There was corruption in Ukraine. That's clearly what President Trump was concerned about. Joe Biden is not immune from a corruption investigation he's intimately involved in because he's running for president. He's not. All right, quick one. Well, it's Joe Biden's team. Well, Joe Biden didn't know about his son Hunter's lucrative job in a Ukrainian natural gas company while Joe was the point man for Ukraine and his son had no experience in natural gas or Ukraine. Really? It's not what John Solomon's reporters uh, uh, found out. Yeah, that's not the right one. Uh, he did know. He actually discussed. Some, there's substantial evidence, by the way, according to Solomon, that Joe Biden and his office knew about the Burisma probe and his son's role as a board member. The New York Times, the New York Times, ladies and gentlemen, the New York Slimes left-leaning outlet reported in December of 2015 that the Burisma investigation was ongoing and Hunter Biden's role in the company was undercutting Joe Biden's push to fight Ukrainian corruption. The article quoted the vice president's office. In addition, Hunter Biden acknowledged in this interview, which he links to, that he had discussed his Burisma job with his father on one occasion that his father responded by saying he hoped the younger Biden knew what he was doing. Yeah. That I, can't be, Joe. I remember They're linking that. to an interview. Yeah. That, crazy, right? You That's and I crazy. have to be nuts. Yeah. Crazy. Just to be clear. Yeah. The Biden story. I knew nothing about this job yeah. my son had with this Ukrainian natural gas company. Yet Solomon's linking to an interview where Hunter Biden himself says, no, I discussed it with my dad. Yeah. Uh, uh, are we all brain dead? That's a conspiracy theory. <laughs> we link to the interview you... Are you this stupid all the time? Or seriously, is it just a Wednesday morning thing? <laughs> you know what it's like arguing with... I'm serious, oh, arguing oh. with these morons? Oh, this is why I always tell you the yeah. golden rule debating. Do not try to convince a liberal the truth. They're not interested. You say, well, why debate them then? Because there's always a third person listening who, when you have the facts and data, I promise you, you will convince them that the liberals are the crazy ones. Forget the liberal. They're lost. Joe Biden didn't know anything about that. You're a conspiracy theorist. Um, actually, there's an interview where Hunter Biden himself, I can provide you the link said he told his father about the job. You're saying the father knew nothing about it. That's a conspiracy theory, man. That was like other kids. It was like other kids. Beavis and Butthead style. Well, Mr. Anderson catch him. That wasn't us. That was other kids. <laughs> what? Freaking planet, man. Are you from? Nothing you said about this case is true. You, it's all lies. You're lying. You're just making everything up. Hunter Biden's not relevant. Oh, he's relevant. All right. Finally, nobody expressed any concern. This is the Biden. Let me give you the Biden myth first and the media myth because they're the same thing. The media is mm. working for the Biden campaign right now. Joe, nobody expressed any concerns about this with Hunter Biden uh. and the government. It really wasn't a big deal. <laughs> Joe, nothing to worry about, buddy. All right, babe. Son of the vice president's got this lucrative deal to oh, work for cool. a company he knows nothing about uh, in Ukraine. Nah. Of course it's cool. Yeah, babe. Of course it's cool, man. Yeah. Nobody said anything. They said babe, too. In the actual <laughs> briefing, they said, babe, 
Nothing to worry about. This thing is A-OK. That's the Biden story. Okay. Except that's not true either, because nothing liberals say or the media is true. Fact, multiple State Department officials testified that the Biden's dealings in Ukraine created the appearance of a conflict of interest. <laughs> Here we go again. He actually links to this. Just thinking, because liberals, I know, I really, I get it. Your skulls are coated in an impenetrable lead-like substance where no facts can get through. But maybe, just maybe, this one will make it in. Here is the link in Solomon's report here. In House impeachment testimony linked by Solomon, Obama-era State Department officials declared the juxtaposition of Joe Biden overseeing Ukraine policy, including the anti-corruption efforts. At the same time, his son worked for a Ukraine gas firm under corruption investigation, created the appearance of a conflict of interest. Wait, that's not possible. Yeah. So the Biden gaslighting effort is that nobody in the State Department ever expressed any concerns about my son's lucrative gig because he was last name. Nobody said anything. Well, that's funny because Solomon has a link to the actual Obama State Department officials who said it gave the appearance of a conflict of interest and expressed concerns. Both of those stories can't be true. No concern, concern. No concern, concern. No concern, concern. They can't both be true. And of course, whenever there's two apparently conflicting stories and one's the liberal media version and one's the conservative version, I can almost guarantee you if it was Sophie's choice that you better damn well bet that it was the conservative version because the liberals are almost always lying to you. The testimony's right there. Just link it in the piece, man. Oh my gosh, this is frustrating. All right. Let me get to our buddies at Bravo here. And then I don't go anywhere because even left-leaning Politico, otherwise known as Bultico, is exposing Schiff. He got busted lying again. You're never going to believe this story. Paul, we may have to get to that one next. Just a warning. I know I have the Trump approval thing. Yeah, I mean, maybe I'll squeeze them both in. But uh, wait, before I get to my, my read here quick, well, Bravo Company, I just want to also thank you, um, uh, folks. Yesterday, my, my wife insisted, and I know it's the right thing to do. All of you who left really kind emails uh, regarding the passing of my grandmother, I don't want to, because I don't want to get all choked up again, but uh, I really, I want you to know, one, the audience, you mean the world to me. You always have. You are the best audience. I, I, I don't know. I, I really, I, don't, I, don't, I honestly don't have the words. Uh, I got your emails, thousands of them, uh, telling me about the you know deaths you've had and how you dealt with it. And I really appreciate it. It means the world to me. And those of you who went to my grandmother's obituary page that I had tweeted out, I didn't expect anyone. I didn't even know you could leave a message and left hundreds of messages on there. You all are the best. So I want to be sure uh, I got that in too before the end of the show today. Thank you very much. All right, folks. Today's show brought to you by buddies at Bravo Company Manufacturing. Listen, Bravo's, uh, they've been a sponsor with me for a long time. And, and uh, you know, I, as I say often when I do the read, I have their shirt on today, which I, I love this shirt. Listen, you never want to say to a consumer what a company isn't in, a, in, a, in, a, in an ad. You know, why would you do that? But in this case, it's important. What does Bravo Company do? Well, Bravo Company makes the finest rifles on the market. The best. There's, there's nothing like them. I remember going into my federal firearms dealer to pick up mine. I have two of them. And the guy behind the counter, he knows he listens to the show. He said, I hope you understand, like, these are the best of the best. He says, you are getting two high quality pieces of life-saving equipment, folks. It's not a sporting arms company. You want a sporting arms, a hunting rifle is a great company. There's a lot of companies that do it. That's not the rifles Bravo company manufactures. Well, what do they manufacture? Bravo company manufactures life-saving equipment. And why? Because they assume when a rifle leaves their shop, it will be used in a life or death situation, God forbid, by a responsible citizen, law enforcement officer, or a soldier overseas. Quality is all that matters to them. That's it. It's going to function. It's going to function right. 
It's going to function every time. I've never had an issue with one of mine. Every component of a BCM rifle is hand-assembled and tested by Americans in Heartland, Wisconsin to a life-saving standard. BCM has always put people before their products. They build their products because they feel it's their moral responsibility as an American business to provide tools that will not fail. God forbid it's not a paper target, but someone coming to do you or your family harm. Because of this, BCM knows that making reliable, life-saving tools that matter when it matters is only half the story. They work with leading instructors from some of the world's most elite units. They connect them with other Americans. They train. They have a YouTube channel. It's youtube.com slash Bravo Company USA, where you can watch some of their videos. They're terrific. But if you want to pick up one of the finest life-saving pieces of equipment, one of the best rifles out there, you will find for the money. Head on over to Bravo Company. There it is. BravoCompanyMFG.com, where you can discover more about their products, special offers, and upcoming news. That's Bravo Company, M like Mary, F like, F like Frank, G like George, BravoCompanyMFG.com. Check it out. Remember, YouTube.com slash USA. The best, really good products. Check them out. Okay. I think we can get to this show in order. I don't have to skip around. I drive Paula nuts sometimes because I'm always like jumping around. So again, just to kind of double down on yesterday's point because it matters. Folks, this is not a criminal trial. The Senate trial is a political exercise designed to do political damage to the president of the United States. I just want to leave you today before I get to the Schiff story with a little bit of a smile. Not only that Schiff got caught lying again, which is hysterical, um, but that this is not working. Here's a story by the Washington Examiner. Again, Trump's approval rating just keeps going up. The Democrats, you would think the RNC was paying for the Senate impeachment trial at this point. It's just not working, ladies and gentlemen. Our friend Paul Bedard, Washington Examiner, again, story that'll be up in the show notes for you to send to your liberal friends. Trump approval, quote, the best of his presidency by Gallup. Nice job, Libs. Very well done. You're doing significant damage. And by damage, I mean, seriously, the RNC should be financing your efforts at this point. This impeachment <laughs> thing is a total disaster. I'm sorry. If your liberal friends, out of some sense of hubris or faux bravado, are telling you like, we got Trump now, the fake whistleblower got him. All the fake whistleblower and his circle of idiots in this friends, all they did was seriously add points to the Trump re-election effort. That's all they did. They can say all they want with their, again, their faux bravado, their fake hubris, their chest puffing, man bun nonsense. He's a peach for life. Uh. Listen. All I care about is you haven't removed anything and you may have reelected the president to keep trampling over your liberal BS more and more. That means more judges, more Supreme Court appointments, more freedom, more liberty, more economic freedom. Oh, but he's impeached for life. Good job. You impeach anybody you want. You ain't moving squat. And you will sit back and you will eat it. Yes, because the president is still the president. How do you like those tomatoes? Huh? How do they taste? Yeah, you like the tomato? Here you go. Open up. Tomato? You like that to me? A little salt on that? Even peach for life. Hey, we got more judges, conservative ones in your district. But doesn't matter. He's a peach for life. More tax cuts coming. <laughs> He's a peach for life. More of the regulatory deep state being dismantled. But He's a peach for life. Now they're in a panic. Oh, hey, good job. Good job getting reelected, chumps. Tomato? Open my tomato. Nice work, fake whistleblower dude. 
Well done. Trump approval, up. Fake whistleblower credibility. How you like them tomatoes? By the way, <laughs> I know. I, you know, listen, you know. <laughs> I can't stand Matt Damon. He's a liberal. But that line in Goodwill Hunting, you like apples? How do you like them apples? And which is ironic in that scene before he goes on to quote this like liberal textbook that's full of nonsense. Which, if you ever go back and watch movies, you'll see them through a totally different light. Yeah. Like go oh, yeah. back and watch Good Goodwill Hunting, the bar scene where, you know, he's Mr. Smart Guy and he calls out the fake smart guy. He starts quoting a textbook just chock full of liberal BS, Matt Damon. Go back and watch it again. And there's another one. Like, you ever see Dirty Dancing? Everybody's yeah, seen that sure. Movie. That was like in my, you know, when I was a kid, that was like, yeah. the, that movie was a, was a phenomenon. Just last week. Yeah. Robbie, who's meant to be the jerk waiter. What book does he pull out of his pocket? No. Fountainhead. Go back and look at it again. Mm. You see, it's always, it's always liberal. Not they always sneak it in. Uh, they always, they're always, there's always some liberal things in the, uh, snuck in it. All right. They're getting to the important stuff. So uh, left leaning Politico last night. I'm not kidding. While I'm on the air with Hannity, I get this article and I'm like, this is hysterical. So Adam Schiff, I had to, I had to write this down so I don't lose the list of his lies. Let me make sure I get them out here. So first Adam Schiff's big lie. I have evidence of Russian collusion. Eh, absolutely factually incorrect. He has no evidence of any. He doesn't have even evidence that he's anything more than a single celled organism. Russian collusion, not so much. Uh, Adam Schiff, I did not. In fact, my staff, we had no communication with the whistleblower. Fake, just like the whistleblower. Not true. We know now Adam Schiff lied and coordinated with the whistleblower. And I've got more on this on Friday's show. Do not miss Friday's show. Paul Sperry has a killer police in Real Clear Investigations. It's up in my show notes today, but it came out right before the show. And I want to make sure I give you a full spectrum analysis. So if you want to read ahead, read the show notes today, the Paul Sperry Real Clear Investigations piece. Now we know that this was a coordinated hit job the whole time, which if you listen to the show, you already knew already. So he did communicate. Another lie. We also know he went up during the impeachment trial and said, let me read you the transcript of President Trump and absolutely made up a Don Corleone transcript. You have your Don Corleone <laughs> voice, Joe? Remember when he did that? Yeah, this is what President Dan, Trump said. I remember <laughs> very well what he said. For years, you did Adam not Schiff's come to putting me like horse heads in people's beds. <laughs> <laughs> he made up the whole transcript. Remember that? <laughs> this is what Trump said in the transcript. You're going to do this. We're going to shake <laughs> you down. It was all made up. Nah. It was all nonsense. It was typical Adam Schiff garbage. So Adam Schiff's a liar. So last night while I'm on the air, this <sighs> political piece comes out. Schiff gets busted unbelievably again. Here's the gist of the story. Headline Politico by Melanie Zanona. Schiff may have mischaracterized Parnas evidence documents show. In other words, Schiff lied again. What happened? <laughs> so Lev Parnas, who was quickly becoming the Michael Avenatti of Michael Cohen's, who was this former Rudy Giuliani associate who is now saying, oh, I got all this information about Ukrainian collusion, but can't get anybody to actually confirm his story. Uh, he's working with the Southern District of New York and keeps releasing evidence. It's not really evidence of anything. But he claims to have evidence of this Ukrainian pro, quid pro quo that doesn't exist because, again, as I said in the beginning of the show, there are no victims here. There are no Ukrainians who will actually attest that any of this is true. So at one point, Adam Schiff, just so you understand the story here, writes a memo to Nadler, to uh, Stimpy, right? Wren writes a letter to Stimpy. And in the Schiff-Wren memo, right, he says, listen, Lev Parnas has this text. And the text says, Quote, continued to try and arrange a meeting uh, with President Zelensky. And he, uh, he was talking about Schiff as 
I'm, I'm messing this up. Forgive me. <laughs> Schiff is trying to claim that Parnas was the go-between but try, while trying to set up a meeting with the Ukrainian president to advance this quid pro quo. Investigate Hunter Biden. We're not going to give you military aid. Clear? Yeah. Okay. That's what the Schiff letter says. Hey, Jerry, we got evidence that Parnas was the go-between. Yeah. They wanted a meeting with Zelensky to pressure him. Meanwhile, Zelensky says not, it can't confirm any of this. Right. And he, to, prove, to prove that, he cites one of Lev Parnas' texts where he says, quote, trying to get us to Mr. Z. Zelensky, Mr. Z. And he's like, look, Joe, this is evidence that Rudy Giuliani and Parnas were trying to get a meeting with Zelensky, the president. This is evidence of the quid pro quo that nobody claims ever happened and there's no victim of. Hmm. Okay, where's the lie? Well, there's a small problem with that text. It was presented in a redacted version of the Ren of Ren and Stimpy uh, letter to Jerry Nadler from Adam Schiff. But when you look at the unredacted version, Mr. Z isn't Zelensky. It's Lochevsky from Burisma. Z. Oh, hold on. Hold on a second. We have, where's my shirt? Ah, uh, editing by omission. Again. Here we go. Yeah, yeah, yeah baby. Here we go. A Z, Z, oh. Mr. Z does not necessarily mean, and you think Adam Schiff would have done some homework. Uh, I mean, he is one of, supposedly the house manager. Come on. You would think he would have figured out or asked someone, hey, by Mr. Z, you clearly mean Zelensky, the president, right? No, they didn't. They just put it out in a memo to make it look like they were trying to arrange a meeting right. with Zelensky when, in fact, the meeting with Mr. Z was Zlochevsky. Yes, the Burisma guy who hired Hunter Biden on the Burisma team. Ladies and gentlemen, Schiff lied because he has no evidence of a quid pro quo. He knew Mr. Z was not Zelensky. But again, Adam Schiff doesn't care. The guy has zero integrity. I mean, single-celled amoebas have more courage and morality than this clown. He's a joker. You can now add that to the litany of Adam Schiff lies and BS trying to influence the American people. It's total garbage. All right, folks, thanks again. I really appreciate your time. Tomorrow's show, we recorded it last night, is an interview with Tom Fitton from Judicial Watch. Listen, I know I tease a lot of interviews. And forgive me if I'm over the top, I get excited about the interview show. Please don't miss it. There's a couple points where he launches some tactical nukes about the Obama involvement in this whole scandal, and he brings up something I've really shamefully almost covered lightly on this show. I need to cover more. This Hillary Clinton angle to this whole scandal that gets forgotten about, he brings up at the end of the interview, and he gets really excited to talk about it at the end. Please don't miss it. We recorded it last night. Joe's cutting it up now. That'll be the show tomorrow, and we will definitely be back to you on Friday uh, doing a quick turnaround there and back. So uh, we really, really appreciate it. Thanks for everything. Please subscribe to my YouTube channel, youtube.com slash Bongino. We're trying to get the 400,000 subscribers. We really appreciate it. See you all tomorrow. You just heard the Dan Bongino Show. You can also get Dan's podcasts on iTunes or SoundCloud and follow Dan on Twitter 24-7 at DBongino.